Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast, where we have tons of topics on how to support our men. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast. My name is Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. And today I have my guest, Roland Salas. He has a group called My Father. But real quick, before we get into some of the juicy stuff, I wanted to let you know how Roland and I actually met. Um, He was a family friend for a very long time, still is. Um, But we have... Um, gone back like way back and when I started Elevate Him you know he does photography you know I knew kind of his journey and so I hit him up one night and I said hey are you free can you come by I want to share something with you and you know I didn't have I never shared prior to that I just was kind of building my business and I was building my board and what I ended up doing is you know contacting him so he came over and I shared with him my mission my vision Um, obviously losing my brother to suicide it was super important to me to make sure that you know I provided resources and um, was able to help with you know the suicide prevention and getting involved and he totally understood um, exactly where I was coming from in that so I called him up and I was like hey can you come over I shared with them and it was really cool because at that time he had just started his group on Facebook called My Father and it geared around men and just what they go through and just you know um, the challenges that men face so it kind of went you know hand in hand and so we um, built this whole kind of platform and we worked together on some different things Mm -hmm. and um, when I was suiting um, these mannequins in my house it was like well how are the suits going to make sense with you know the mission and vision and I just said well I want to build confidence in these guys and I felt that that was a very key point to elevate him because not all suicide is a doctrine mm-hmm. you know type uh, medicated you got schizophrenia yeah. you got all this you know stuff it was really about situations and what men were up against and what they were going through mm-hmm. and sometimes those things are you know, maybe a year long, maybe they're just like a couple days, right? So every situation is different. So building the confidence in the men, um, giving them resources, because I realized that there wasn't a lot of resources for men. Um, there was a lot for women and children and pets and, and stuff. So creating such a impactful business, you know, nonprofit, um, it was really cool to see that you yeah. at that time were on the same No, page. when you told me about it, I it was, was just simple. like... I was like, wow, like, you're telling me exactly what I'm doing, just a whole, like, a whole different right. lane of it. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we just got a chance to talk, and it was really cool. So I want to ask you a few questions about yeah, just yeah. my father, you know, maybe why you started, um, because we ended up just, like I said, just out of the blue landing at the same place at the same time, and it was just, um, it, it was just a really cool moment. So I'm glad to be working with you and, yeah. and having you here. No, absolutely. Um, I knew you were going to ask me this I question. Know. I know how to answer it. That's the thing. So... Right. Well, I guess when you came to me and you, you started talking about men's confidence and all these things, I had went through a divorce probably, I think, four years prior to that. Yeah. And, and when I went through that divorce, I kind of remade myself. I, I started reading books and, and learning about like self-care and things like that, and I realized I can be whoever the hell I want to be. Right. Like there's no limitless. De- definition right. of, because when I was in that relationship, like I was like, this is who I am, this is the family I have, and then I lost it all. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, had to remake myself and... Then I kind of started reading books, exercising, became really 
I guess, self-aware. And I realized that a lot of men aren't. Yeah. And a lot of men aren't, and they don't have self-awareness. And then I think when you don't have self-awareness, you can't have confidence. Because mm. you can't be aware of yourself. You know, right. like, of, am, I, am I striving for goals or am I not? Right. And so that's what kind of pushed me to help the, the men, I guess. I wanted mm -hmm. to help men grow like that. Right. To build confidence, to build self-awareness, to mm -hmm. uh, experience, like, emotional intelligence. Right. And so those, right. those are the things that, like, the core values of where my father comes from. Mm -hmm. Now, when you do these groups, you know, I know that, with it being a private group, you know, we can't get into who says what. But when you have these groups and you're making these connections and you're realizing, wow, guys are really opening up, right? That in itself is super impactful because we all know that men have a hard time opening up. Mm -hmm. Clearly, you know, it's emotional. It's, am I thinking about this the right way? You know, I don't want to make any mistakes. There's pride. There's so many layers to a man's whole mm -hmm. functioning when it comes to opening up. But when these guys open up, like, what do you see revealed? Like, what what's happening? Are they, um, you know, having, like, low confidence? Are they, you know, struggling with just working on self-love? Like, mm. where are they kind of gauged? I think it's all over the board. Yeah. There's not really one main thing. I've had guys, you know, talk about suicide. I've mm -hmm. had guys talk about issues with their wife. And yeah. I've had guys talk about, like, being single and can't get out of that. Yeah. So it's kind of the whole spectrum of it. Mm -hmm. um, now, like... The reason I started the groups, that is because, um, I can't remember the statistics, but it's like they asked women um, who they have to go to, to talk to. Right. And so women have their sisters, their moms, uh, girlfriends. Yeah, we're chatty Cathy's, Exactly, right? right? We, we get it all But out. then they ask men, who do you have to go to? Right. And, and I think 85% of men said, I just have my wife or my partner. And that's a lot of burden for your partner to have. Right. And so what I, the groups I created where men need more friends. Like, that's just mm -hmm. what it is. Right. Like it's really hard for adults to make friends, but for men to make friends right. is really tough. And how does that work, though? I mean, let's say, because I've always found, I mean, even for me, like, in high school, it's like I always seem to have more guy friends because mm -hmm. I related. I was kind of more of a tomboy, you know. So are you seeing that there's an impact between, uh, you know, guys feeling safe to share with other guys? Because sometimes that's not, right? No. Sometimes it's an alpha male thing. They're like testosterone. They're, they're feeling like they, yeah. they don't want to confide in that because of judgment mm -hmm. or you're not where you're supposed to be, man, or whatever. There's like this kind of doubt. Yeah. So how do you kind of see these friendships connecting? So so it's, it's actually the complete opposite. Really? It's really hard for men to open up with men. Like, like, like you right. said, okay. I'm, not, I'm not trying to coddle them. I'm trying to say, hey, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Mm. Because what happens is a lot of men in my group can talk to women just fine. But when they're around other men that they don't know, the extroverts suddenly turn into introverts. Mm. They do not want to open up. They're, they're very, they're second-guessing what they want to say. Right. And I think... I think by pushing them out of their comfort zone, I'm starting their own journey of growth because mm -hmm. it's and all uncomfortable. That kind of seems like it would build their confidence, right? So then everybody has a testimony, everybody has a story. Yep. So as they're kind of tiptoeing into the group and they're sharing a little bit by little bit, they can actually pass, surpass that yep. and become mentors themselves yeah, and create this you know great space yeah. where more men can come and share yep. and then they feel better about it and then you feel like things are being you know you have solutions yeah well the solutions come from just different aspects of life so I have guys who are engineers making over hundred thousand dollars a year and I have the construction worker mm. who's not making much money at all he's scraping by and it's like these two guys are actually they've both told me they're uncomfortable to talk to each other 
Mm. Because they're, they're they see themselves different at different levels, levels. Right, but right. at the end of the day, we're all just men trying to figure it out. Right. So you put us in a bucket, and we all have different experiences and different you know looks on life. So. Mm-hmm. And you probably learn so much more. Oh. You probably have so much more in common. Like just because there's an attorney and a doctor, they're mm-hmm. so different, right? Different pay scales, different lifestyles. But maybe they have the same bringing up. Yep. Maybe they didn't have a father growing up, which kind of goes that's, back into that. So the, the do funny you thing feel is that's, that? That's what we all have in common. The vast majority of these men didn't have a father. They didn't have yeah. a father. And okay. so it's they, they all connect to that level. And then in their shortcomings, they all connect like, oh, yeah, like I have that problem. I have those issues, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've seen some studies done where, you know, you can talk to a complete stranger of, like, a different race, mm-hmm. and people would be kind of standoffish, like, I'd have nothing in common with them. And then they open this dialogue, and you're like, holy cow, like, yeah. I have so much in common with this person. This is crazy. And then that's where the friendship can develop and long-term and stuff like that of, of kind of mentoring each other through things. So, mm-hmm. you know, with... Um, you know, the suicide prevention and everything with Elevate Him. Um, what were your first thoughts when I kind of brought it to your attention? Like, because there were so many layers to it, right? Yeah. There was a suicide prevention. There was obviously suicide support grouping. There was the business suits. There was the the abundance of resources and just building it. Um, what, did, what were your thoughts on that? To be honest, I was a little confused because yeah. there was so much, like, you're doing so much. I'm like, which one is your main one? And then I realized that, like, the resources is your main one. Yeah. You know, and it kind of took me a second to really click. And it, to be honest, it didn't really click until I had a guy in my group who needed something. And I was like, oh, Nicole has that. Yeah. And then it was like, that's the whole resource. Like, you're just a resource right. center. Like, mm-hmm. everything you do is a resource. So right. it, it kind of all clicked for me then. And when we did, um, we got a chance to work together, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know who came up with it first, if it was me or you, but it was like, you know, I have these suits, I need to put them on people, you know, we're not quite there to really, you know, promote it, because it was just really on paper, and I just had the mannequins in my house, but when we had the conversation about let's get some men in these suits and really get some, you know, good footage of seeing the confidence in them, um, that was a really cool experience because yeah. that was, I mean, even for me, you know, they come in and off, you know, out of work, they're kind of grimy, they're dirty, <laughs> you know, they don't know what's really going on or what to expect. Yeah. And then just having that interaction with them, um, and as I'm piecing things together, you know, per size and everything, they're naturally talking, mm-hmm. right? They're just kind of engaging. And before we knew it, they're sitting with you getting ready to get their picture taken after I suit them. And they're like kind of doing this, like, I don't know, they're so nervous, this is totally awkward, out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But by the time I suited them, talked to them, you got them, you talked to them when they were done, it was like seriously like GQ mode. (laughs) I mean, they were like model ready, and it was such a transformation even in that like hour. So I'll I'll tell you a little secret that I probably didn't tell you before, is like I'd lean into them and I'd tell, and that's what I told every guy was, the camera doesn't know who you are. Yeah. So be whoever you want to be. Do it. Because it, like they, no one knows who you are in this in this photo. Yeah. So and that's where I think they kind of they projected of who they really want to be, and that's where I kind of like keep that and keep that going. Yeah. Like you can be whoever you want to be. And just to see the reaction of how good they looked, mm-hmm. you know, even though they weren't like boastful yeah. or like you know overly confident or cocky, you could just see it in their face. Yeah. It's like they had a different glow. You know, they were still very humbled by it, but you can just felt, you just felt the energy yeah. that there was something about them that they were going to be able to take with them. Yeah. And so that was, that was a really cool moment too. So, um, 
what are your maybe upcoming plans with, you know, my father? Like, are you doing more groups? Um, because with COVID kind of passing off, are yeah. you getting people together? No, I'm definitely trying to do in-person meetings. We do them on okay. Mondays, yeah. um, 7.30. The, the, come, like the, the outcome hasn't been great. Mm. We're working on it. But yeah. I think once we get more of a crowd coming and, and kind of get a, I guess, maybe momentum with it. Because mm -hmm. online, we actually had a really good turnout. Right. But now getting them people to come in here. person. And why do you think that might be? Because we kind of had conversations before, you know, what are some of the hangups that you feel like guys are kind of facing right now? Is it commitment I, issues? I, I think is it, you know, sharing to, still? To be honest with you, I feel like, and this might get a lot of hate out here. Uh -oh. <laughs> I feel like they, they're using their family as an excuse. Okay. I, I can't have... I have my daughter, right. I have my house, or my, my I'm hanging out with the wife, but realistically, you're both sitting on the couch playing on your phones. Right. And so, like, don't That's see this time as a waste of time. This is actually an investment in yourself that'll, you know, turn around and give you way more. Right. And not only with yourself but if you are in a relationship, that's a huge investment because you're going back into your relationship engaged, mm -hmm. right? Um, how many people, you know, go to work and then come home and it's complete chaos because it's like they're just kind of stumbling over each other. I think when, like you said, that self-care, that time of growth for yourself, you can go back into your home and feel like it's safe, feel like it's a good place and you can manage that. Yeah. When things are chaotic, we just kind of feel out of control. Yeah. So it kind of ties in with everything else. No, I have guys in my group who have told me, like, my wife told me she's noticed a difference. Mm -hmm. And she'll ask me, like, are you going to your group on Monday? Yeah. They want to encourage that. Yeah. Please go to your group on they, Monday. They notice a difference, you mm -hmm. know? And my yeah. only problem is, is that once guys get a little bit, they're like, oh, I got it. I got it. And I'm, I'm done. Like, you need, mm -hmm. this is a continuous thing. This Absolutely. isn't going to be really quick, like, turnaround. Right. And I think that, that to kind of roll off that is, you know, with Elevate Him, you know, um, it's strictly men because I recognize there was this major gray area, right? So, um, you know, women have been suppressed and had gone through a lot of stuff for years. And even still, you know, we're trying to figure out the, you know, pay wage and stuff like yeah. that. How, how men are in corporate America working less hours but getting paid more than a woman who's taken on five different roles mm -hmm. um, and not getting paid as much. So there's still a lot of things that are going on even today that we're trying to work through. Um, but starting a, you know, a nonprofit and a resource for men was because the numbers of suicide, you know, men are yeah. higher in that role. And it's going to take a, a long time to get women to really understand mm -hmm. that this can benefit them too, right? Yeah. Because you elevate him and he starts to get the confidence. He starts to get more structure and starts to love himself. He's going to really pour that out. You know, mm -hmm. that energy of positive is going to bring in the positive. It's like that manifestation, you know, yeah. manifestation <laughs> and bringing that full circle, right? So I feel like we have to really help each other. So I'm really glad that you brought up, you know, women are yeah. needing to encourage their men to, hey, you know, you got this. Go to your group. You know, how was group? And and learning from each other along yeah. that because I think we'll have longer lasting relationships. There's more hookups right now than marriages, yeah. right? And that's yeah. super sad. So if we can really elevate each other and really move that, I think that's a, a great turnaround. Yeah. That's a great value. I think you're absolutely right. I think that the, especially I think like men being men and playing the, the leadership role has really fallen, fallen out mm -hmm. of place in the mm -hmm. whole family sec sector, I guess. Right. And it's really showing. I think our communities are showing the homeless, showing, uh, like I said, on the way here, I had an idea and I was like, what if I went around to homeless people and asked them how their relationship with their father is? I'm very curious 
on on what that would look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe they don't know. Maybe that's the reason why they're homeless. I, I think you know. I think a lot, a lot of problems of stem yeah. from that umbrella. Right. Um, if you look at, I don't know the exact statistics or anything, but it was something. It was an article about African American people and how the government or whoever it was came and took the fathers out of the household mm -hmm. because they knew that that would ruin everything else and generations oh, yeah. would be affected by Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And so. If you take that and look at our society today, it's not only African Americans, Hispanics, or even Caucasians. Now it's spread. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, and We're the households are falling ever. apart. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that kind of that kind of brings back into okay. So what what's the solution? How do we how do we get that back? You know, because it's like one without the other, mm -hmm. right? And so, so as we have these houses falling apart, yeah. and we have no more roles, like I've just come to the conclusion from my own just like reading and discovery. There is no role because you have women doing X, Y, Z to survive because they may be single, maybe they got through a divorce, but then you have men who can cook and clean. What do they need a woman for, right? So there's really like this just kind of do you, boo, and I'll do me. And so we don't really need each other, but mm -hmm. yet there's still this desire for relationships. So where do you think the role factor has kind of fallen off and what can we do to bring it back? So, so my take on this is with men, we have a responsibility that's ours and it's it's there's no thank yous for it there's no good job for it it's just a man's responsibility yeah, if someone it. breaks into my house i am not going to tell my partner to go check the door and i'm going to run to the back of the house it's my like these are things that are just for men to take care of right um and so with that i think leading a household and, mm. and if we don't have men to lead households then the women are actually having to step up and leave the households. Right. And I think that's why a lot of relationships right. are falling. Right, that's a shift, right? Yeah. Because and, women are like, damn. And then they're tired, they're exhausted, yeah. the man's lazy. It's like the continuous thing. And, and what it's going to take is a generation of men to actually, like, break the cycles. We've all heard it, right? But this is what this means. Right. Is, is actually, like, doing the work, growing, and making the change. Right. And then when you see you know, that possible shift, it kind of goes back to, okay, where would they start? Would it be like a group or getting involved and like elevate him where, mm -hmm. you know, they can have a place to kind of get it back? Because yeah. you're right. I mean, when you look at, you know, a father being a father, it's almost like, how do you do that without having a child? So it's like, how can I be a leader mm -hmm. if I can't even lead myself? Yep, exactly. Right? So you have to start here. So if we had more resources for men, such as what you're doing, what I'm doing, to create the confidence, to create the skills, to create the dialogue, I think there could be some really amazing turnaround. And, and then, like you said, it becomes word of mouth and, mm -hmm. hey, my friend just did this and I want to do this. And, and now we found that every man has it in them. Yeah. They just got to find it, right? I, yeah, every man, like what they want is respect. They want to feel respected. Mm -hmm. But the problem is they're not man enough to be respected and so like to me like women are might be harsh right now or kind of overstepping their jaded, boundaries yeah, whatever jaded absolutely. i think it's justified i have no problem with it it makes right, sense to me right it's the man's fault he actually needs to step up and mm -hmm. fill that role but the problem is i think a lot of men don't even know they're not feeling it you know you only know what you know right. and i think a lot of like i was six seven years ago i was that guy i didn't right. know yeah, until something fell apart in your life, right? Exactly. To where you hit a rock bottom, and then you're like, oh, shit, yeah. now what? And then you have to discover and, mm -hmm. and re-put everything back together. And, and that's a lot. And especially with men who already struggle with being emotional. Mm -hmm. Because we live in a society that says you're weak if you, you cry or you have any feelings. And yet, I find it more fascinating. I find it the most strongest men 
you know, become leaders because they are based off of tapping into healthy emotionals. Yeah. You know, like you can be emotional, but just know where to place your emotion. Yeah, like we've absolutely. had that conversation. It's like, you know, women, we can be so emotional, but we fly off the handle. We lose all self-control. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. If we found a way to tap in and say, I'm emotional, but I'm going to conduct myself and I'm going to work through this and really make a valid point or address this respectfully, yeah. we're going to have conversations and less arguments. So in, in, in my take on that, that's actually the father's role to teach his household how to handle their emotions. Mm. And it, it trickles down. Like as a leader, I'm like my friend, the analogy was perfect. It's like he's like. Oh, like a basketball coach. I'm like, exactly. Like, you're the coach of your family. Yeah, you have to be. You know, in, in the Christian world, you're the pastor of your family. Mm, you know, you're the head. The, right, exactly. Of Christ, right. And and so, you you carry yourself with that kind of integrity. With, um, it's a higher standard. It's mm-hmm. really what it is. You carry yourself to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. And there's no thank yous for it. There's no. Good I know. Job. It's, it's just, just like you should have been doing this. Is and and that's really sad, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think as we've geared to technology, we're, we're constantly, constantly changing our world. What cars we drive, there's a new car every year. There's a new f- iPhone every year. I think we're gonna get to like, you know, iPhone yeah, 25 something or something like by the that. time I go, but it's crazy of just how things are just replenished yeah. and just going, but we're still stagnant, mm-hmm. you know? We're still kind of here. Yeah. And, and, and some people are really finding growth and change, but if we can promote that and say, hey, this is cool now and, you know, you don't have to do you anymore. We can do us. Yeah. And we can bring it to a positive. Yeah, well, I, like, go take, piggyback on what I was saying before. Like, men want to be respected. And the only way you're going to be respected is to be a respectable man. Yeah. And it's like, you have to step up to be this respectable man. Right. And I'd say when you are, it makes a huge difference in how you feel about yourself. Right. You don't have any self, like, um, like I think we, as men, we'll walk in a house, we might see the dishes or see the trash, mm-hmm. and we'll sit down, and we're kind of like, ah. Ah, right. But well, when you do it, that's self-confidence. Like, I'm going to do something I said I'm going to do. I'm, if I say I'm going to work out, I'm going to go work out mm-hmm. because I have that control over myself. Right. You know? Right. But when you start lacking those, like, uh, if I'm going to go to the gym and then you don't do it, and then I'm going to go on a diet and you don't do it, what kind You're of letting yourself you have, down all you know? the time, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're so when you have that self-confidence, I think people see that in you and they respect you that way, as if you respect yourself. Right. Well, I think... It just means that you're you you mean what you say. Like yeah. your word is very valuable. You do what and, you say, right? Yeah. And I think that people kind of forget that, right? Mm-hmm. Your word is very valuable. So when you speak on it, be about it yeah. because it means so much. And I think you know can, you yeah. Go ahead. Can you say this? It, most men, you know, do they do what they're gonna say or no? Um, you know, I, that's a that's a. I mean, I would say no. I would say I, I'm no. I'm gonna say as no well. because I actually literally had a client, you know, emailing me, "Hey, you know, I want to come. This is yeah. the date and time," and set it up precisely to work for his schedule, mm-hmm. not mine, because you know he's a client. And then the morning of, I'm like, "Hey, just you know, tapping in," and yeah. it was, "Oh, I can't make it. Something came up." But if yeah. you didn't message with the, with the I know. Would there have been any real? So like, how are you supposed to be respected? Right. When you can't respect yourself. Right. So I'm not going to be like pushy and be like, yeah. hey, so. But again, yeah, now that kind of devalues exactly. the and exchange. That, that's the problem. Yeah. Is that that happens across the board. And it's like, how do we fix that? Yeah. I don't know, guys. How can we make you more accountable? That, <laughs> I think, it's, I think it, it's baby steps. Right. It, it yeah. takes baby steps. And like, the reason these guys aren't doing it is because they feel like they, they don't have the confidence or they mm-hmm. don't know how to or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So you have to gather yourself around people who do know how to. You know, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with. You know that. Right. So right. 
you hang out with those people and you elevate yourself to those people. Oh, elevate. That's a great word. I know. But you know what? Also, because I know you're defending the women, which I love. You know, mm -hmm. I'm definitely a woman. I love the fact that you are team woman. I'm team woman, too. However, I have found kind of some flip side because of me personally. I hadn't dealt with traumas. Mm -hmm. I haven't dealt with, you know, breakups properly. I hadn't done any healing. And I think sometimes, even though men could be doing better, I feel like women could be doing better, too, in how we speak to men because men really rely on the support of a woman. I don't care if it's your mom, your sister, you know, even just a coworker. I think when, like you said, men feel more compelled to opening up to women. Mm -hmm. So if women are allowing that in a safe space and they're giving positive feedback and encouragement, we can maybe see some moves, but instead we kind of get the women now that are on this power trip and demasculating men that they're like, well, why do anything? And so, so there's kind of like a double-edged sword there for men absolutely right now. absolutely is. And, and my, I guess my rebuttal to that mm. is that I feel like men um, need to have healthy boundaries. If someone's mm -hmm. rude to me, then I'm not going to talk to you. Right. You'd change you your attitude think, pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, right, yeah, but, absolutely. But the men don't have the confidence enough to say, I don't like what they you said to me. They don't want the conflict that comes But there doesn't have to be conflict. I can just tell you, I don't like what you said to me. Please don't say that again. Right. And then that could be end of it. It and should if you be end of it spouting off and nothing else to talk about I'm going to leave right. but instead we play these games and we argue and now we turn this into a fight and then it's an ongoing fight mm -hmm. but then you get the bash like as you know bash backlash as a man right so all of a sudden now you're setting boundaries well you're an ass you're rude but then it's like you share emotion and you show vulnerability now you're weak so mm -hmm. really, like, society has really kind of screwed everybody yeah. up and, and how to really to do anything because it's almost like everything is wrong. Yeah, well, I think that it, it goes again with who you associate yourself with. Yeah. If you're open and vulnerable with someone and they think you're weak because of it, that you probably shouldn't be in that circle then. Yeah. And that's, that's a boundary you have to set yeah, as a person. cut it off. You know, be yeah. done with it, right? And get healthy friends, healthy yeah. supporters. And again, that's where you can get healthy from my father. Yeah. You can get healthy with, you know, elevate him and just getting the resources, tapping in, meeting new, you know, men yeah. that, you know, can support you along whatever journey. Yeah, um, absolutely. Basically just having some great dialogue and, and building that confidence, you know, and, and again, women getting on board and supporting both of us. I mm -hmm. think it's important to see women utilizing their voice and their strength yeah. and but also be nurturing right so um i always love talking to you we always <laughs> no, go like super good. deep and it's always fun and you know i just can't wait to do another photo yeah. shoot with you we've talked about you know getting yeah. together doing some more photo shoots um we have a building together yeah. now in downtown hillsboro super excited um we haven't really like grand yeah, opened but we're ready we're ready yeah. for guys just to about. come in and to to find a place that fits them and their needs and yeah, to place to grow, get, yeah, to, to grow, grow, be better, yeah. you know, be the person that you always wanted to be. You can come and be that person. Like, just there's no one stopping you. Be yourself. Yeah. No judgment, right? So, okay, so Roland, how can people find you? Uh, they can reach me at the website, www.my-father.com. Awesome. And is um, just like Facebook your only group uh, yes, setting right now? Yes, we have right the now? group on Facebook. We have the YouTube channel, the podcast. Absolutely. I just, I just love hanging out with you. So. Yeah. No, thank anyway, you very much. Um, I appreciate you guys for tapping in to Elevate Him. That is all today. Until next time. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast. Until next time. <laughs>